Welcome to Bliss Being Mind and Energy, where your thoughts go, energy flows. Join me, Deborah O'Neill, founder, CEO of BlissBe.me, Integrative Holistic Health and Healing. Season one offers a progressive journey unlocking the mysteries of your energy body. Discover the secret to being in control of your thoughts, words, actions, relationships, outcomes, and purpose. The podcast drops every Wednesday and Saturday to Spotify and Apple, and the video series premieres on YouTube on the same days. Live more consciously, unlock the true power of your potential, and ascend your manifestation in the right direction. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome. Walking this path into the fire, elemental fire area of the body, just above the emotional, and stepping into the mental body, I find myself a little somber today. I had two great days, you know, in my journal, setting up plans. Good morning, Marilyn. Looking at where we're MacGyvering, where we're taking this journey and putting some timelines to it. And I was on the, on the phone at 11 o'clock last night with the team that I've brought on board to help me work with all the technical stuff. As I step into a new realm and a new area of my life and in and, 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 um, stepping out of my comfort zone. And I feel a little somber this morning. Uh, I had the opportunity, you know, once we get into this receiving mode, pay attention to what shows up. We've had a lot of beautiful things show up for us that, uh, or, or that I've, I've, I've had a lot of beautiful things that have shown up for me that have um, really brought me to be like, well, what do I share? There's so much to share. Um, and how to keep it from getting um, too chaotic. Uh, because when there's chaos, we can't make a decision. But when it's simple, then we were like, yeah, I can, I can take that on. I can, I can step into that. I can try that. And um, so that may be going on for you. And, um, you know, t uh, even for myself in, in setting my timelines of, of where we're going and um, taking a look at taking this into a more of a private um, um, arena so where we can meet and talk and and go a little deeper without um, my worry that the, somebody is interpreting something and and isn't perhaps setting the grounding setting that that container before stepping into working with the emotional body and then stepping up into the passion when I was journaling this morning I looked back on an April 5th entry that I wrote and um I had a heart beside it, and it was said, space and time, time and place, slowing down the human race. And it made me sad. It made me sad that we're so um, caught up in this overstimulating world. You know, uh, just even watching my daughter flick through her phone and I'm like, wow, how do you even look at the pictures that fast? What is it that's catching your eye? What's making you stop and stop scrolling and stop for a minute to say this is important to me? 
And, uh, you know, my fear is that the kids today, they're scrolling and, and it's filled with judgment. They're, they're comparing. It's filled with comparison. And even for us, you know, for myself as, a, as an adult, um, I, I uh, look at um, other people that are doing similar work that I'm doing and how they're presenting themselves and how they're um, getting people to stop the scrolling, how they're getting people to stop and pay attention. I was on, I had the pleasure of um, watching a panel of four doctors yesterday um, talking about embodiment because this is what I'm all about. This is about embodiment. So when I say live bliss, teach bliss, be bliss, that was my vow when I graduated. Where did those words even come from? They were so passionate as I stood in front of all the faculty and all the graduates and students and, and I said, in a ceremonial way, I vow, I vow to live bliss, teach bliss, be bliss, and to to educate and to and to learn, and uh, to embody this embodiment, this sensoriness, of of how it's so important to um, to turn our senses back on. So when I was listening to these four doctors, um, it's like they were talking about it as a percepticide. A percepticide where we're killing off oneself it's and they would use this term thou shall not be aware <laughs> and here's me a crusading be aware be sensory I'm just like oh my gosh um, because if we become aware then we become harder to control and there was one doctor that that said you know to think that this is a political issue to think that just allowing the human race to be aware, to have a greater awareness. And you know, what, what we're seeing is, is that with awareness, of course, pain starts to show up. Pain and more pain, right? So um, when we go back in, um, we need to go back in slowly with that awareness and that compassion and that loving nurturingness when I woke up this morning and I was like, good morning world. And I was like, oh, I, yeah, I just need to stay a few more minutes because I, I, I need to give myself some self-care um, before I step out of bed. You know, when we look at the world and see it as there's probably a greater world of disembodiment than there is embodiment. And so what do we do about that? Well, we need to decrease the pain. We need to decrease the pain. And as the pain decreases, um, then, then as a person, um, you can um, step more, uh, step into um, being aware of that pain. You know, as we talk, we just, so that somatic felt sense and, and starting to feel into that. But it, you might not even be there. You know, I thought, okay, maybe we're going too fast. Maybe I'm going too fast. Maybe it's time just to to um, let you know that it can be as as simple as hearing music and having a feeling inside your body. You know, just you know, just n noticing if there's um, any feelings inside your body any sensations um, because the neurons in our in the mind in my mind or your mind or may have atrophied you know if we're not 
using them, if we're not using those sensories, then they may have atrophied. But they, the, the good news is, is that they can grow back. They can re, reform. Um, they can redevelop. And, um, and can actually, over time, the, the sensations will return. And th this is where we're, we're in this world of re-nourishing. Instead of dis-ease, dis dis-ease, dis-embodiment, we're into the re-ease, re. Return, we're going to return. You're going to return. And basically when we look at it, first it's a concept. It's a concept. It's like, you know, we're walking around with, with a cloth over our head and we raise it off and the veil has been lifted. It's like the fog has, has lifted. And then we can go to that place of experience. And then we can go to that place of deep experience. So I hope you've got some pen to paper. And um, I wanted to share with you my experience of when I put the pen to paper, what showed up. It wasn't like, you know, crack the boom, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something new and I'm loving it. No, I'm, I'm walking the edges of discomfort to relearn and, and find, refine the comfort. And I put on a cozy sweater. And I pulled out this little necklace that um, a woman in South India gave me. My, my two colleagues were, um, when we went to, to uh, do our, our global internship for our Advanced Integrative Energy Healing Program, we went a little early and threw our backpacks on our back and landed in Chennai and then walked, um, taxied over to Mamalapuram area, which is on the coast, the south coast. And, this woman was so beautiful she walked up to us and gave freely gave us these necklaces such a beautiful act of of love and thoughtfulness and and tenderness you know to get back to that tenderness um so when you find you're in a place of the edge or when you find your place a little bit of somberness and i i, I when i wrote somber in my journal i was like what does somber actually even mean and it was like without color, deep sadness. And I thought it works, but it's gonna be my jumping off point for today. And to, to share that with you in, in my experience of, of the work, because it's work, it's always work. So um, I had a lot um, that I had written down that I thought I would share but I think it's most important that we go into this space um, now today feel our feet on the floor and become grounded oh there was one thing that I, I do want to share I'm gonna make you privy to another one of my famous drawings a stick person so when we're in the grounding area and gives us an opportunity to get to know who we really are. Remember I said, who am I? When we're up here, we can't figure out who we are. This is often disassociation, disassociation. We want to come back and associate with this. We want to, we want 
to more than associate, but association with this body, my body, in my body, is a good place to start. And then we've got the centering, right? We're our centering. What is most important to me? So who am I? What is most important to me? And then once we get this done, look at that, aligning. Aligning your life with those things that you say are most important to you. So back in the first week, we were working with having some sort of boundaries and some sort of values from which we could at least maybe start from. Non-harming support and love was what my daughters and I have figured out uh, to be uh, conducive to us and our lives. And we don't think that it's a big stretch to ask someone to show up in our lives like that. Which also brings me to sadness. Like why would non-harming love and support need to be even uh, thought of as being a foundation and a value? Because it is. And we work with what is. So then again, I, I looked at the, the, um, the, the, the two sides of evolution, E-V, O-L-U, no, E-V, E-V-O-L-U, E-V, E-V-O-L-U, T-I-O-N, is it? And then in, I-N, involution, you know, where we have the contentment and the happiness and the optimism and the, and the belief and the, the experience and the enthusiasm. And we go into the passion and the freedom and love and appreciation. So this is how we, contentment, we might just start, we, we, we start there to start our grounding. So I thought it was pretty neat how those all came together, basically with the grounding, getting to know who I really am, centering what is most important to me, and aligning, aligning myself with those that I say is most important to me. And then working with all these energies together in this vessel, in this, in my body's vessel. So let's just take a moment and feel our feet on the floor. Engage the sensory system. Engage the deep diaphragmatic breath into the lower of the abdomen. And with grace and gratitude, allow those feet to drop. Beat that line right down to the center of the core of the earth. Through all that rock and shale, sand, cool, wet, warm, molten, fluid, all through those sensory ports tracking right down to that energy, that center core of the earth, and allow that Mother Earth energy to come up through the bottom of our feet, into our legs. Allow it to wash over our knees, into our thighs, wash through our hips, all these beautiful joints that are gifted that take us places and allow us our movement. Take it into the lower abdomen, up into the heart area, Allow that heart area to expand and the breath to come into the full lung, straight to the tippy, tippy point ends of the lung and into the shoulders and down the hands, the arms, into the neck and full, full head, 
and out through Sahasara, chakra seven, and allow it to cascade down the outside of our body and sit with this nurturing, nurturing energy. See what you experience today. You feel that groundedness, that stability. That total stability. We have that stability, the momentum is easier. We're not just gonna get knocked over as easily or lose our balance as easily. That's a clear indication that um, you may not be grounded. Mm -hmm. And bring it into our center. And sense our spine, that shashumna, that power channel that houses all the nerves in our bodies, those messengers, to allow engaging the parasympathetic nervous system and engaging that deep diaphragmatic breath. being aware if the breath is in the chest or not, and bringing it down into the lower abdomen. And aligning that, taking that hara line through from the bottom of the perineum, right up through the central core of the, the body, out the crown, into our solar system, our galaxies, cosmos, our universe. Connecting with a fine line to divine source, creator, higher self, universe, father sky, the place of many names, your choice. And allowing that beautiful, beautiful energy, golden white light to come down, cascade down that fine line and into the seventh crown chakra and into the full head filling every space and into the neck, the shoulders, cascading down the arms into the hands. So everything that we touch is with divine creator source energy. And bringing it into the heart area, the region of the, the lungs and the ribs and breathe it in, allow those ribs to expand, fully engulf the body in this beautiful white, golden light, much like the healer crystal and the pieces of citrine that we're working with. Down into the lower abdomen, really engage that deep diaphragmatic breath into the hips and the legs and the feet. And now experience both those energies in our body, the safety and security of Mother Earth and the divinity and nurturing and grace of the golden white light that's ever so healing. Allow it to touch anywhere in the body that it's calling. If there's anywhere that's asking for extra attention, allow these energies to work with that now as we sit here. The body always permission to heal with such grace and compassion And allow the senses to come back and bite them back. 
Dr. Wong yesterday gave a little story. It said, you know, it's like somebody is housed in their castles. We're all housed in, in our castles. And someone's banging on the door, you know, let me in, let me in. And it's like, don't shoot the messenger. You answer the door, it's like, why? Why are you here, you know? Why have you come from so far away to bug me? Why are you here? Let them in. Invite them in. Give them a place at a table, at your table. Those sensory pieces. Don't push them under the cover or muffle the voice. Invite them back. And find the place day after day to listen. I think the sadness is that, that we have to do this work when we were just born this way. And the perceptive side of killing off oneself is, is so that we have people working 10 hours a day and 12, 12 hours a day. We have people that are going for a run or driving so fast and going for a walk or perhaps not you know, earbuds in or on their phone. No judgment and criticism. Just look up, look up, look in. Open the heart and see what comes forward. And it's not going to be without expression. That's what we're tapping into. That's what we're turning on. And I invite you to be in this container of safety for what shows up. As normally, I just sit there and journal by myself. Maybe have a little cry in my sadness. Put my cozy sweater on. Put a, something that I love and that I have a good, has a good memory for me. Light a candle and know that the work is important. This is the most important work. Yeah. Let's go into our outro, into the meditation. Inhale, so. Exhale, hum. Inhale, so. Exhale, hum. Inhale, so. Exhale, hum.
thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you for giving me the space to be raw and real. I pulled a personal card today, which is, um, well, I always do when I'm journaling. It helps me to have a place, to, which place to journal after I do my meditation with my mala and work with my personal living mantra. I'll share this one. So it speaks of spiritual grace and purity. The purity of the soul light never fades, beloved. Release guilt, shame, judgment, or fear that you are not enough in any way. So that you may realize your beauty, be more of yourself, and shine your divine essence into the world. I'm not sure why it's such a struggle to get back to that place, that divine place. Yeah. But it's important. So I'm so glad you're here doing the work. And I'm glad I'm brave enough to be live and vulnerable and doing it with you. Love you so much. Live bliss, teach bliss, be bliss. Make it a great day. Thank you for listening and being here, making this investment of time to do this important work. Keep it up, don't stop. Listen in the morning, listen in the day, listen at bedtime. Schedule in the next episode. You're the boss, take control of your life. I appreciate you so much and would love to hear from you. Let's stay connected. If you found value, chances are someone you know would too. Please like and share. Let's get this information out there. Join our mailing list and health and healing blog at www.blissb.me and head on over to the show notes. There's tons of great offers and lots of opportunities in there. Thanks again for being here and make it a great day.